This is your host, Michael Woodward. Uh, sorry, it's been a few weeks since I've been able to uh, put one of these podcasts out. Uh, we've been very, very uh, busy, which is a good problem to have when you when you own a business. Busy is a good thing. Busy means uh, you know, financial security, and uh, that's a good problem to have, so I'm definitely... Definitely not going to complain about that, but it has kept me from putting out some of this wonderful free content that I enjoy putting out for you folks. So, again, I apologize. It's been several weeks, but hey, we're back, ready to rock and roll, pick up where we left off. And, uh, of course, I said ready to rock and roll. I'm a dad, and that's a dad saying. So, everyone out there knows once you become a dad, one of your favorite things to say is let's get ready to rock and roll. Uh, you know, there's other ones like who left the, these lights on, y'all are running up all my energy bills, uh, don't touch the thermostat, who left the door open, there's all kinds of really, really fun ones that us dads like to say. Anyway, uh, that was a rabbit trail there, so let's get back. So, um, actually, want to kind of catch everyone up on what's been happening, happening in Mill's roofing world here. Uh, we did have a very successful uh, time at the Culpeper Rodeo that we were one of the hosts of, one of the sponsors of, uh, back in the beginning of September. I can't believe it's already been over three weeks since that event. But for all of you who came out uh, to support us and just to support the event there, we really appreciate it. It was great seeing you. Uh, Some of you even stopped by the booth and said hi to us. We had Bill Taylor, the uh, rep for Atlas Shingles, which is the brand of shingles that we use and have the most confidence in. He stopped by. He, him and his wife, Tracy, were at the booth the whole time we were there. Uh, we had a couple of customers stop by. Kit Robertson, we've known him for 12, 13 years now. We did his roof and siding, yeah, roof and siding, about 12, 13 years ago, and uh, have that connected with him, have been remained friends since then, and him and his family stopped by. It was great seeing them. I had another customer of ours, Mr. Roy Price, stop by. So it was just great, great seeing everyone that came by. And again, we really appreciate you all taking time to support a good cause with the Kelly Street Boxing Club. Uh, Because of that event, the Kelly Street Boxing Club, again, they are a boxing club in Culpeper that exist for fatherless young men to come there, learn discipline, uh, learn self-defense, and learn practical life skills. But because of everyone's support, because of the turnout, Kelly Street Boxing Club was able to purchase an official ring for their boxing gym. And not only that, but it went above and beyond what their goal was, and they are now able to offer more free membership to fatherless young men in the community. So, honestly, from the bottom of our heart, thank you all for those who bought tickets because of um, our support there, our sponsoring there, and just from hearing about it on the podcast and our social media and website. So, honestly, truthfully, we appreciate you. Thank you for that. There was over 10,000 people 
that attended that event. So it was absolutely insane. And again, we had a blast. That was a great time. One topic that I've been touching on a couple times this week on our social media is the topic of financing. Financing has become a more popular thing even with residential roofers and residential contractors over the past few years because of the cost of materials and just inflation in general, right? You know, groceries go up, um, taxes go up, gas goes up, cost of living goes up, and what happens is that, you know, some homeowners are not able to do the maintenance around their house and the home improvement of projects around their house that they need to get done or that they want to get done because they haven't been able to set aside funds just because cost of living increases, right? So financing has become a more popular thing that residential contractors are utilizing in order to be able to serve uh, their community and their customers and help their customers achieve their goals of home improvement projects. So uh, we actually use a company called PowerPay, and there's several reasons we use PowerPay. Uh, one of the reasons is they will tell you, so you go online, well, we send you the link, I'm sorry, we send you a link, it has to be a link, a vendor link. We send you the link, you complete that application online, and they will tell you if you're pre-approved without doing a hard pull to your credit. So you'll find out if you're pre-approved without a credit pull. So that's a really cool feature that PowerPay offers. Uh, everything's also done online, the entire process from start to finish. You don't have to go to your bank. You don't have to go anywhere in person. It's all done online, super easy, super convenient. No prepayment penalties, so you can pay off the loan early, and you're not penalized for doing so. And at the end of the job, once the project's completed, PowerPay just pays us directly. So it makes it super hassle-free and headache-free for you as a homeowner and as a consumer. Uh, the cool thing about the financing options are, let's say you had planned on you know, remodeling your flooring, right? You had been looking at getting some flooring done, and uh, all of a sudden you noticed a leak in your roof, and now you got to replace the whole roof. Well, since you have a financing option, you can go ahead, do the roof and the flooring, get both of the improvement projects done because you're not having to come out of pocket uh, to pay for the entire project up front, get both of those projects done, have a low monthly payment, and kill two birds with one stone, so to speak. So financing opens up a whole world of options when it comes to your home improvement projects. Uh, another thing I kind of wanted to touch on here is just the the cost increases that um, the roofing industry has experienced over the past couple of years, particularly this year, we've had several pricing increases when it comes to material cost. Typically, there are two pricing increases every year anyway, uh, but this year we've just been hit with pricing increases galore. We just had one happen in August uh, from the manufacturers and uh, we were fortunate enough to not have it passed on to us from our supplier until uh, just a week ago, actually. So we were able to avoid that price increase until just this past week. 
but this is a common thing in the roofing industry as, as material price increases. Now, they blame the shingle price increases on petroleum prices. But when petroleum prices come down, shingle prices never come down. So I don't know if that's really what drives the price increase. I don't think it is. I think it's just the uh, nature of the beast, supply and demand. People have to have shingles because you have to have your roof. If you don't get your roof fixed, insurances drop you, you have damage to the interior of your home, etc., etc. So because of that supply and demand, and there's only you know, less than 10 shingle manufacturers around, um, they're able to have that price drive where they can submit price increases because they feel like it, you know, because they want more money, they want a bigger profit margin. So that is uh, something that this year has greatly affected uh, roofing, and not just roofing, but all industries. You know, I know lumber has recently come down, but the roofing world hasn't gotten the benefit of materials coming down when it comes to shingle pricing and underlayment and accessories. So if you're asking yourself, should I wait to see if roofing pricing comes back down? The truth is shingle materials never come back down. They keep going up. So if you wait next year, likely in the spring, shingle prices are going to go up again. If you wait, they'll likely go up again in the fall. It's just the nature of the beast. It's the way the roofing industry turns uh, and it, it does the same pattern. And again, you know, hopefully we don't get another crazy year like this year where there's multiple increases, uh, but it could happen. We don't know. It's unpredictable. So uh, just a little insight into the roofing industry itself, just craziness when it comes to shingle price increases, material price increases. Another thing that's been kind of interesting is the insurance world when it comes to insurance claims. Uh, this isn't just a, a local issue in Fredericksburg and surrounding areas, but all across the United States. Hazard insurance, your homeowner insurance companies, homeownership insurance companies have been more hesitant to pay out on claims. Um, again, this is feedback I'm seeing from nationwide all across the U.S., all the way into Texas, all the way down to Florida, all the way over to California. It's, it's everywhere. And uh, again, I, I think that is because homeowners insurance, they're the boss. They, you have to have homeowners insurance or else you can't have, you know, don't have a house. You get penalized for it. So they know that and they know that you can't do anything about it. So uh, they've made it more and more difficult to actually get roofs covered by your homeowner's insurance or siding, gutters, exterior damage in general, actually to have it covered by your homeowner's insurance when you have had uh, damage from a storm, whether it's a hailstorm, snowstorm, windstorm, etc. So just a couple things that have been <clears throat> developing this past year in the roofing industry there with material increases and then increasing difficulty on working with homeowner's insurance to, to get claims covered when they're legitimate claims. I do want to put that little side note there when it's a legitimate claim. I'm not talking about ones where people are just trying to make up storm damage in order to get a, to get a uh, quick 
contract roof there because uh, there's contractors that do that, storm chasers that do that. They're just chasing them down and they'll call everything storm damage. But um, <clears throat> the, uh, the problem is that on legitimate claims, it's been more increasingly difficult to work with homeowners insurances to have the claims passed. I'm seeing a lot of companies that are having to hire private adjusters to come out and give a supplemental report. They're having to hire attorneys to fight the uh, insurance companies in order to actually get coverage for the homeowner. So it's just interesting times. Whereas, you know, three, four years ago, five years ago when we had those hailstorms in uh, northern Fredericksburg and Stafford, everyone was getting their roofs replaced. So that also may have been part of what's affected is just the fact that this area was heavily hit over the past few years. So homeowners or insurance companies kind of regulate how many claims they're willing to pay out in a certain amount of time. So again, I'm not sure on that. That's just my speculation. But those are a couple things going on uh, in the industry right now. As far as uh, everything goes for, for us and the roofing industry, we're actually in, I think, a good time, an interesting time. Uh, I also hear reports of businesses that do new home builds that are closing their doors because there's not as much profit margin to build new homes and there's not as much interest out there because of the increasing interest rates. Uh, that being said, I, I don't know about that. I've heard there's still a large supply and demand issue. We're still 3 million units short on available housing uh, for new builds. Builders can't, you know, they, they haven't been able to keep up with it. Uh, but I've also heard on the same front that there's companies that are closing their doors because they're not, they're just not building homes anymore. So really that's good for us general contractors because what that means is people are going to have to focus more on their home, their existing home. They can't just go build a new home that's not going to be available like that. So they can't just go build a new home and forget about what they're doing with their current home. And with interest rates increasing, people aren't looking to buy as much. So people are going to have to be projects that they put off because they're like, yeah, we're just going to sell our home. Now they have to circle back around to it because why sell it when you're not going to be able to buy something comparable or, or an upgrade uh, because everything's so expensive and interest rates are so high. So truthfully, it's a good time for the construction industry, at least for honest companies, for companies that have been around and have a good reputation. It's a good time. It's a weird time because the economy's in a weird spot, but if you study economics and study uh, S&P 500, this is nothing new. It's normal cycles. It's how it works. It's a correction from an overly accelerated time period in the economy um, over the past few years. So it's just a, a correction and a um, leveling out at the moment. So really, for us general contractors, roofers, uh, we're in a good spot. We're in a really good spot, at least from what I'm seeing. And uh, I have a lot of hope for the future, and I'm excited to be where I'm at. I'm excited to be serving Fredericksburg and the surrounding areas. And uh, it's awesome when you can wake up every day and you love what you're doing, and you love helping people, and you know you're making a difference. So that's going to be about it for this podcast uh, this week. I appreciate all of you for tuning in and listening to uh, just kind of the updates where we're at, what's going on in the roofing industry, and 
really what's going on across the nation when it comes to construction in general. So I appreciate everybody tuning in. I will make it my goal to be more consistent with this podcast and with the content. Uh, But I appreciate all of you. Thank you. And have a great day. Nails